The Florida Gators have beaten the McNeese State Cowboys 49-7. to I was muted. We're going to talk about all of that here on Locked on Gators. You are Locked on Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to a bonus episode of Lockdown Gators, a victory episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day every day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. Happy Saturday night. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports Giants Country NFL 33. And I'm going to start off by saying this because I already see it in the chat. I, I try not to look at the chat till second half of this, but I see it in the chat already. I understand that this game was against uh, McNeese State if you're Florida. Okay? I understand that it was against McNeese State. I understand the University of Florida, you expect to win that game against McNeese State. So, yes, it was McNeese State. They're not a great program. I understand that. We can still celebrate a Florida Gators win. Like, we could still do that. We could, we could still be like, hey, yeah, Florida kicked the crap out of McNeese State. We're allowed to still be happy about it while also acknowledging it gets way harder from here on out. Okay? I just want to make that clear because I see the chat already, Sad Gator. Um, it's McNeese. Chill and see how we play against Tennessee. Or we can enjoy a win for a little bit and then worry about Tennessee, okay? We can enjoy that. It's a win. Take the win where you can get it. So, yes, I understand that this was McNeese State and you're the University of Florida. You were expected to win. I think the line going into this game was like 48 and a half. Yeah, which, by the way, didn't cover. But this was going to be a, a stomping from here on out. And I know that... Yeah, we were like, okay, could have could have scored more probably with Graham Mertz. Most of the offensive production came with the starters in. Max Brown came in for a drive, scored a touchdown. Then Michael Lyon came in. Michael Leon, sorry. Not a touchdown. <laughs> Max Brown came in. Not a touchdown. Michael Leon, not a touchdown. And that was the end of the game. We can talk about, yeah, Florida's starting offense. I don't care if it was McNeese State. I don't care. One hell of a performance by the starters. I will say, for me, one of the biggest things was on the defensive side of the ball, actually. Communication for the Florida Gators defense was so significantly improved compared to last week against Utah. Because last week against Utah, we would constantly see defense looking over to the sideline, Austin Armstrong talking and communicating. This week, that didn't happen. And it's not that it was like, oh, well, McNeese State took their time more. No, it wasn't. Like, it was no huddle throughout, which is funny. Like, I, I like the approach that teams are taking. It's more modern now because we used to think of if you're going no huddle, you get to the line, you snap the ball, and you keep going. And then we've kind of shifted to – or we've shifted from no huddle, you get to the line, you get going, you you get a lot of plays in. 
and we've kind of shifted to no huddle. The main purpose of it now is so that the defense can't make substitutions. And then you get to just take your time. Like you could snap the ball with four seconds left. Doesn't matter. Defense doesn't get to make substitutions. And that's a big point of it. And that's what I love now. I love Florida doing that. McNeese State did the same thing oftentimes. That's what we did. And it was fun to see. So on the defensive side of the ball, because McNeese State's offense did that too. So on the defensive side of the ball, there weren't issues really communicating. In fact, it was way improved. And by the way, again, Scooby Williams, Shamar James, holy crap. I love that linebacker duo. I think they're fantastic. Like, jeez, man, they're damn good. But offensive play calling opened up a little bit. I understand it was nothing revolutionary. Opened up a little bit. Okay? We know the... uh, I I saw the Trey Wilson Wildcat. If I'm not mistaken, because the camera angle was like zoomed in on, on the offensive line at that point, at the very beginning of it. I think when they came out in that set, Trevor Etienne was the one under center and Eugene Wilson was to his right. And then the camera was like panning out and they shifted so that Trevor Etienne was to the left and Eugene Wilson was under center. If I'm not mistaken, that's what happened in the reverse to Graham Mertz that they like faked. It was, it was a great play. It was a fun play. And I know that there were people on, I posted the video on Twitter and there were people that were like, high school stuff guess what fun fun little tidbit um just to inform you about how football works and this isn't even me being sarcastic this is a a fun little tidbit a lot of the revolutionary offensive stuff comes from high school so i don't care if you say oh that's high school offensive stuff a lot of the revolutionary offensive stuff comes from high school florida played against the air raid tonight the air raid started with how in high school a lot of offensive things start in high school and then they go to college and then they go to the NFL. And when they get to the NFL, that's where you find the defensive answer for those offensive plays. And then it trickles down to college and then high school. And now you know how to defend things. And then high school just revolutionizes again. And that's how things work a lot. So when you go, Oh, that's a high school stuff. Okay. That's like, that's not helpful at all. Because things start in high school. So I just need to get that little rant off about uh, someone commenting like, oh, that's high school offensive play. It's fun offense. That's what it was. Okay, I think that the reverses work or the uh, screens were working better today than they did against Utah. I very much like there was one play. I think it was Eugene Wilson was out wide with uh, Ricky Pearsall inside. And I think there was a third receiver there. But they ran the, the screen to Eugene Wilson, but they faked it. Eugene Wilson like jumped as if it was a high screen and he had to jump to catch it. They faked it and Ricky Pearsall ran down the sideline and it was like fake screen wheel kind of. And, and it was just right there. Ricky Pearsall it was a nice play. It was a fun play. Like opening up the playbook is what we need to see from this Florida offense. And it looks like they were doing that. They were opening it up more with just downfield work on crossers, which Ricky Pearsall is still one of the best crossing route runners that we have in college football. So that, that was great. Great to see all the freshmen get reps. Um, we will take a look into the chat in, in just a minute. Before we do that, I am going to tell you guys about a couple of friends here. Like Nutrafol. Like, did you know that 80% of men, including yours truly, will experience hair thinning in their lifetime? It's normal, but it doesn't have to be your fate. You can get ahead of the thinning with Nutrafol right there. 
Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. And of course, visible thickness with two C's as always. Go to Nutrafol.com to improve your hair growth. Go and go to Nutrafol.com slash men to take their hair health wellness quiz, identify causes of your thinning hair, and Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair health through the whole body wellness. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. Also, Tennessee game, a week away. Florida Gators hosting that one. So we're a week away from that. If you need tickets for that, go to Game Time. Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. The Game Time guarantee means that you'll always get the best price. And if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. I've used it to go to baseball games before because I usually I, I don't know I don't I prefer going to baseball games when it's like nice and sunny. So I do buy it last minute because I don't want to go and it's a rainy, crappy day. I do want to see good pitchers. So it's. Every time that I buy baseball tickets, it's like last minute. I do not care about planning in advance. I'm just like, hey, dude, want to go to the game? Cool. Let's do it. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. That's code Locked On College for $20 off with Game Time. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Thanks again for making Locked On Gators your first listen of the day. Every day, we are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. And we're going to look through the chat a little bit just because I, I know that there's there's quite a few things. Okay, oh, y'all kind of y'all kind of doing it in there, okay. Um, bunch of just won't back down. Much improved from last week. Yeah, Travis, Travis, right right there. You can see it right on the screen. Much improved from last week. Like, that was the goal. We knew going into this week, we knew going into this game, Florida was a way better football team than McNeese State. It wasn't about that. Like, we were always just like, yes, Florida – 99.99% chance of winning this football game. However, it's very important to be like, okay, well, we cleaned up the things we needed to clean up. Run blocking looked better. Pass protection looked better. Like the offensive playbook opened up a bit more. Defense, you did the communication. You got communication in better. You did things better. That's the important part of a game like this. I understand, hey, it sucks to start the year 0-1. I understand that's why a lot of Power 5 programs Play the nobodies in week one. Get that stuff out the way now. I get it. I'd still prefer, hey, we start with the Power 5 opponent. That's that's just fun. It's going to be a great matchup, marquee, primetime, all that fun stuff. Then with week two against McNeese State, you clean things up. You improved, and that's what matters. It was fun to see all the freshmen play. Great stuff there. Again, Sad Gator, McNeese, chill, no. Um, about to be two and one after we drown Tennessee in the swamp. Hopefully Tennessee did not look good today. Uh, Tennessee had a little bit of a rough showing, um, which is funny because last week after the Utah game, I was like, Hey, I'm not bought in on Tennessee. Really? Um, I need to see more from them. And then Tennessee fans were like, Oh yeah, you just wait and see what we do. And then they did that 30 to 13. They beat Austin P. 30 to 13. High octane offense. Incredible offense. Joe Milton the third's the second coming. Josh Hypo is the best offensive mind to ever touch a football field. 30 to 13 against Austin P. Yeah. 
that's what you did. That's the performance you put up. So, yeah. Look at UGA and UT. Uh, oh, Alex, you were talking about how teams have struggled. Yeah, uh, UGA against Ball State. I mean, they, they blew them out after, in, after really the first quarter. Slow start, crappy start. But, I mean, Georgia did that last year, too, against Kent State. Like, the MAC just has Georgia's number in the first quarter. That's what it is. Um, Merch is only here for a year, then he's gone. Thank God. I, I, I mean, he hasn't done anything really negative for me. He's just not mobile, and that, that, that's what that is. He did throw a couple homicide balls, but for the most part, he was fine. Uh, good game. Hopefully, it builds confidence for next week. That's the goal, right? Clean up your mistakes, build confidence. Like that's what you're trying to do. I get more excited about the fact that they played as a football team. Yep. Yeah, that's fair, Justin. Like that's totally fair to be like, yeah, I'm I'm happier that they played as a team and that they looked like a unit than I care about the actual win. Because again, this is a a this is something that we kind of chalked up as a win to begin with. Um, could have been like last season where South Florida. Yep, could have been. Could have been like that. Love seeing the freshman play. Don't believe UT can stop the run game. Uh, it's about if they actually want to run when a team's going to stack the box because Tennessee's probably going to do that and probably going to dare you. Um, Harrison, how do I feel about the freshmen's play tonight? There were quite a few freshmen that I did enjoy seeing. I do think that there were not enough just like snaps to go around because that's just how um, to really get a full true feel for it. But there, there were quite a few freshmen that put Trayon Webb looked great. Like Trayon Webb was just like making men miss was a big thing because we know that if you're an SEC athlete, you can be an athlete, but for Trayon Webb to get thrown the football and like make a man miss his little motioned out of the backfield into the slot, took the screen, made a man miss, took a big gain. Like it was like stuff like that. That was like pretty, pretty fun to see because you don't usually see that in at this point in the, in the season, this early in the season, you don't see freshmen get to do that. So Trayon Webb getting to do that was, was great for me. Um, TJ seriously continuing strong. Like that, that was awesome to see. I feel like safety play was improved. Not awesome. But again, I mean, McNeese State ran what, like 42 plays? Like there's, again, not a ton that you can see. Jakeem Jackson had two passes broken up on the same drive. Like like he made it quite a few plays. Uh, hopefully he earns more opportunities as time keeps going on. Uh, so there's that. I want to see more Max also. Yeah, like Max Brown getting his first snaps was awesome to see. I wish they let him in. I understand the Michael Leone thing of like, he's a lifelong Gators fan. Let's let him suit up. This is the best opportunity for him to actually play. I get that. Like it was awesome to see that happen. Um, but yeah, I would have liked to see Max Brown or at least Matt, when Max Brown was in, like just let him throw it. I don't know if it was Florida being like, Oh, let's be good sports about it. Let him throw that thing over them, their mountains. Like that's cause that's all I wanted to see from him. Um, when he did throw, it looked pretty well. That first pass he threw to Ada Mizell, like the 16-yard completion, I feel like he had heat on that one. Like just just heat. Like it was it was kind of it was kind of sick to see. Um, so love to see that. Mizell, I mean he's fast. He's fast. I like to see him work on the jet sweeps and then jet motion there. Um, so yeah, it was fun there. 24-hour rule. I don't know what that means, Brian. Um I mean, I'm assuming you mean like let let it sit in for 24 hours. Um, sure, yeah. Um, I don't know if you mean to let it sit for 24 hours before we think like, oh, we could take things in from it, or to just be like celebrate it for 24 hours, then go on to the next one. If it's the latter, hell yeah, celebrate it for 24 hours and then then move on to the next one. But for now, again, like 
I get it. McNeese State, you should have blown them out. You did blow them out. Celebrate that. Like every player that was out there should be celebrating. It was a great day. It was. Uh, it was a great night for the Florida Gators. Very much looking forward to Tennessee next week. Can't wait for uh, crossover Thursday next week with Eric Kane. That's going to be a fun one. It always is. But I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this. Hopefully building upon this. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, before you enjoy the rest of your Saturday night and your weekend, hopefully your fantasy football teams play well tomorrow, unless you have players that I have then no, but thanks for making Lock Me Gators your first listen of the day every day. We are available daily and free for in the podcast. We'll be back Monday to talk more Florida Gators football. For Locked On Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work at Whole Nine Sports, Giants Country, NFL 33, and I'll see you all tomorrow. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.